Hello and welcome to the Eating 1871 podcast with me, Jeremy Inson. I'm talking to the people involved and bringing you all the news from Eating Trailfinders Amateur Men's Section. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, one of the club favourites here as this week's guest. It was quite a weekend, no matches to look back on. But he's got a lot to talk to because he always has a lot to talk about. He's a very friendly fellow, very chatty man. He's of course Mr Toby Holt. Hello Toby, how are you today? Wednesday uh, afternoon, day after training. Uh, how was training last night? So training, yeah, I'm, I'm very well, Jazz. Thank you very much. Um, so training was a good one last night. We had uh, about, say... 30, 35 people down. Um, we had the pros come down, uh, some of the back rows to teach us about kind of the contact area. Uh, so we got to um, do a little bit of, of contact, which was good. Some people taking that a bit more seriously than others. Um, I think, uh, so the pros kept on shouting when we were doing kind of our touch games slash uh, contact games, the pros kept on shouting 60%, go 60%, but uh, there's some people in the team that, that can't go 60%, so um, we, uh, who's, who are they? Alex Kritikos, to name, to name one, you should get him on here, get him on the podcast, but he just can't, he can't go, can't go 60%, so he just, just 100% on nothing at all. Yeah, 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 so we play in touch and he just runs straight through the middle of me and this other guy and we both go and tackle him um and he obviously like hits both of our arms and we both come swinging around the sides and go head to head and full on headbutt each other so i yeah got a bit of a bump on my forehead but this other guy uh yeah i went and saw him after training i was like you're right and it was like um it's like yeah feel my head and he's got this huge egg on his head because obviously Ooh. my forehead's probably a bit stronger than the side of his head so uh thanks sir okay, well, how do that. you find out though obviously you're a converted back rower i think definitely focusing around jackaling um and that contact area is is something that i'm really trying to improve on uh because as a winger obviously you do go for jackals from time to time but as a flanker you want to kind of if you're not making that initial hit you want to make sure that's an option in your game um so that's really interesting uh to to focus on um but yeah i would, I would like to say i'm a i'm a displaced or misplaced winger. I'm working my way back there, Jez. I've just got to drop. I've just got to drop 10 kg first. There you go. Once you get to uh, once you get to vet stage, you'll be fine. Keep that weight, and you'll be you'll be one of the lighter ones by the time you hit yeah. the veteran stage. Uh, so that defeat Saracens two weeks ago, now isn't it? it wasn't last Saturday, Saturday before. That been part that fully out of the system for the team. <laughs> Not so much. Um, we put a lot on ourselves that week because uh, we found out if we beat them by a bonus point we were going to secure promotion so we really yeah went out there thinking about the five points rather than winning the match uh, so you know even even so much so that we decided that we'd wear our blue shirts um, for after the match uh, because we kind of already thought that we'd signed off the win because we beat them at, beat them 60 points at their place. Um, but yeah, a, a little bit of a lull around 
um i think we we thought we could have won that and very much uh saracens came and did what saracens do which was kind of bully us up front so um they had a similar tactic against brunel which was just one up runners um and then they said that they deployed that tactic against us as well uh because they knew that we can play out wide so coming from a from a forward and then hearing that from one of their fellas in the showers it was a bit of a that's a bit annoying but um yeah I, th- I think this week against you know against wasps hopefully we well we've got five more chances jazz so they exactly exactly is it obviously four matches there's more four matches to go we've got four more matches yeah, four yeah. Matches. we'll get to Wasps in a minute we'll get to Wasps in a minute later. Right. um but yeah last time you were on we had you on this time last year ish didn't we and you were talking yeah. about your mental health and you're talking about how rugby and Ealing yeah. 871 in particular has been helping with your mental health. Uh, how is it at the moment? What would you say? You're, you're, you're smiling. So that's always good. You always seem good, at, in, <laughs> good heart. Uh, yeah. So how is how are things on that front? Ups and downs. Um, really, the one thing that I've been focusing on is is I feel like if I have a drive or a passion for something then I usually feel a bit better a lot you know my mind is preoccupied with that rather than um kind of overthinking about little things and and so on um I think when work's tough uh, to go down to training it takes you a couple of couple of couple of minutes to get into it but by the end of it you never you never regret it Right, you never regret going to training. Um, and then matches, usually when we're on a win, you know, when we're winning and we're a winning team, that makes you feel pretty good. So yeah, definitely it took a bit of time to come back from Saracens and um, you know, with work being hard at the moment, you know, sometimes it takes a bit of time to get into training, but uh yeah, kind of found a new passion to get getting into to kind of powerlifting in the gym um so a bit of a plug i'm competing on the 10th of march uh so there's a couple of guys from the rugby club coming on down um we'll get to that in a minute Toby. we'll get to that in a minute don't worry. all right we'll get to that one in a minute it's about your psychological state that, 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 i think we need more than 10 Just, minutes for that to be honest for anyone yeah. in fairness yeah but um yeah overall uh life's well and um yeah, managing managing those uh, mental health problems. So uh, you, you just said you just mentioned you know coming down to rugby, rugby is one of those ones. Have you found any other other uh, methods of sort of perking yourself up or getting yourself through difficult spells when they come? Uh, so I would say talking, so spending time with friends is is definitely one. Um, my kind of saviour or say something that makes my mental state very positive is is going down to the gym and um as i said having something to to progress towards so what we're saying around powerlifting i've like hired a coach and this coach is now giving me a program every single week which helps me progress um and you end up you know going down to the gym in an evening and lifting a really heavy weight and feeling pretty good about yourself that you've just done it. But uh, overall, the whole, I think, the, the sport of powerlifting is quite silly at the end of the day because, you know, when you go to these competitions, 
you're dressed up in your lycras and you're stood in front of people trying to lift things off the floor. Uh, so, but I, I guess it, one respect, it's really great because you're seeing progress, but then also, you know, try not to take it too seriously because, you know, like rugby, yeah, like rugby and like powerlifting, I'm not there to do it at a very, you know, I'm not, it's not my job. So, um, it's actually a bit of fun, so you shouldn't stress yourself out too much about it. You're listening to the Ealing 1871 podcast. Bleed green! So. How did you get into it? How, and uh, and where's this guy? Yeah, first of all, how did you get into it? Who's your coach? You dropped your coach. You didn't mention his name or her name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, how, how did you get into it? And and how how much is it? How much has taken over your life almost? I see you've been yeah. posting things on your Instagram. Yeah, so, so first of all, uh, Coach Mikey, who is down at Ealing Gym Box, he is, was, his second, um, was his family name? Mikey. Um, no, Coach Mikey. And, you know, he's, he's great in terms of, I told him that I was playing rugby and I do that. And then also, you know, I want to get into powerlifting and he's kind of made sure he's aware of that. So if I've had a big game on the weekend, he'll provide like a lighter program and so on. Um, the way that I got into it actually uh, was was my, my my girlfriend, so Lara. Uh, she, uh, you know, was coached by Mikey and started doing all these competitions and um, said to Lara, you know, when she was really into it and it was what we used to speak about. And uh, I was always very interested in it, thinking it would be a good thing to do. And I kind of turned around to her one day and I was like, I know like powerlifting is kind of your thing, but uh, do you mind if I do it as well? And she was like, you know, I was expecting her to be like, mm, you know, uh, don't copy me kind of thing. But she was like, no, that would be really cool because then we could both be like powerlifting couples. So now on our on our days off, uh, we, we go down the gym. So actually on her birthday, her birthday was recently in Valentine's Day. And um, we had lots planned. I had lots planned throughout the day, but we said we'd go to the gym. But then we had enough at the gym for like two and a half hours and just scrapped most of the plants for the days. <laughs> just celebrate your love with a bit of with a couple of protein shakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that moves on to the last question, which is about how much time does it take up? It is pretty time consuming, you know. It's fairly, fairly, uh, fairly self-explanatory when you say that. Yeah, um, you know, always running about fifteen minutes late to a lot of things because I'm trying to like finish off the program, but uh, keeps me busy. Um, how have you sort of balanced it with your uh with rugby? Because obviously it obviously helps in some respects, but it isn't always going to be the same. Uh, you know, it's not exactly the same. They're going to contradict a little bit on other times. Yeah, so primarily what I wanted to do was to just take it quite lightly until the season ended. And then uh when when the season ended, kind of ramp up and do a competition. But whilst I was doing both both sports, um, found out that I was actually able to to do that, right? To train four times a week, train rugby twice a week, and then play once a week. Um, as I said, it's it's more around that time management in terms of the way that my body feels. You know, when you get a knock in rugby, that really does end up affecting how you lift. And that's when I can reach out to my coach and be like, you know, this deadlift isn't going up as much as I as fast as I wanted it to. And he 
goes, why do you think that is? And I go, well, I did get a knock in rugby. And he goes, well, there you go. Um, so managing both of them, but at the moment they are working well because the season this season hasn't been the, I wouldn't say it's been the most challenging rugby season as well. So I think it's, I've been able to do both. I think going into next season, definitely is something that I'll take a look at. Um, to see whether, you know, I can continue doing both of them at, at, at a level. But going back round to it, it's not... There we go. Not... We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So yeah. the 10th of March, you've got a competition or uh, whereabouts, what time? So 10th of March, uh, I believe it's three o'clock at Fort in Elephant and Castle. Um, it's a IPF uh, powerlifting certified novice competition uh so i will be competing in the well what what weight category do you think i'll be competing in probably, it's like uh light middleweight something like that middleweight so there's, I'll, I'll give you so there's there's under 85 under say 97 under under 93 and then under 105 under and under 120 which one i'm which gonna one? say under 93 no you're going to be under 107. 105. Under wow, 105. Ah, packing it I on. Know. I know, I know. I don't know where it all goes. I've no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, so who's coming to watch you? So my girlfriend, Lara, is going to come along. And then a couple of the members of the team. Uh, so I think we've got sign-ups from Josh, Josh Steadman. Stan is going to come and watch. Um, and then the other night, at the Haven, we were trying to organise a, a club social to come down and watch me, <laughs> and I was trying to I was trying to convince uh, Kian to because um, you have to wear these singlets like these these kind of lycra suits, and I was trying to convince Kian, the uh, the, the finance guy of the club, to um, pay out for a Ealing Trailfinders uh, branded singlet. <laughs> I think it was a spectacular. You've been working hard on that front though, Toby. You know, you're obviously trying yeah. to get the singlet with. Uh... From Kieran, uh, you've also been working a local cafe owner to uh, get a bit of sponsorship down there. Let's let's give him a plug. You you, you say you're going yeah. down there on a daily basis. Who is he? What's what's the name of the place? Where is it? So his name, first names only, Ronaldo, and he doesn't need anything more. Yeah, yeah, he runs uh, and owns a coffee shop called Daily Shop, which is in Brackenbury Village. And he's very interested in sponsoring me as a player. He's actually come down to the club a couple of times. But, um, yeah, I think, Ray, if you're listening to this, you know, we want your sponsorship. You'll be more than welcome. I'm sure we buy you something stronger than a coffee as well after a match. Oh, yeah. You'd look after, you'd look after him, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. He bought me a Guinness last time he came down. So that was, that was good. I pay him during the day and he pays me. <laughs> All right, then. So this Friday, Toby, it, it's in our hands again. Wasps away. We are, let me have a quick check because I've got the, the table here. We are 15 points clear. There's four games left to play. There'll be three after this one. So uh, it could be good to go again. But what was the message on Tuesday after training? And what will it be before Friday? Just worry about the match? So, yeah, I think... One message is we haven't thought about, we haven't spoken about that promotion. We haven't spoken about, you know, we need to get those five points this week. 
I think it's very much let's win the match and then let's think about that. So Wasps always put up a bit of a fight, especially in their forwards as well. So hopefully some of the work that we've been doing around the breakdown and around the contact areas are going to help us there. Um, just to ensure quick ball for our uh, for our speedy speedy guys out wide. So um, that's what we'll be focusing on is, is matching them up front and giving our backs a, a good platform. There we go. So that's away at Wasp Friday evening, 1945 kickoffs. That's Wasp Amateurs down at Twyford Avenue. The seconds they're playing on Saturday as well, away to London Scottish at three o'clock. Uh, London Sussex, sorry. And yeah, they yeah. play in Barnes somewhere. So have a wander over Hammersmith Bridge. Uh, and that, if they want a bit of rugby uh, from 1871 this weekend, Toby, as always, absolute pleasure. Have a good match on Friday. Good luck. Thank you very much, Jezza. Thanks for listening. Join us next time and remember to subscribe and follow us on all the usual social channels. Read Green.